0: Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning 101.
1: Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. We are so excited to have all of our listeners each and every week. And if you are not listening to the black and white market chatter with our very own CFA, Aaron Kennedy, and Matt Irvin, who is also another certified financial planner in our office, I would encourage you to do it. And I know they're doing, um, if you haven't signed up for our newsletter, they're also doing this little uh, weekly tidbit. I think Friday something is what they're calling it. And just real short and sweet and basically saying, do I need to jump? Do I need to jump in? Do I need to jump out? And What's that look like in regard to investment? So if you're missing that, you're missing a lot. So make sure you go to our website, sign up, wwwkennedy Financial.com and and get on there because get on our newsletter because you're going to be getting those. You get an article um, that we coin, you know, uh, personally. We have some other really cool tips and tools and books and, um, of course, Life Planning 101. And I get to steal some of their thunder today because I get to talk about this thing, this recession. And you're thinking, wait a minute, recession? What recession? Yeah, the recession, you know, the one everybody's talking about, right? The one everybody thinks is going to happen. And the question that is on everybody's mind is, is it going to happen or are these fears really just overblown? Well, we can always look to economists to give us good reports on this. After all, we know that they're kind of like the weatherman. We've been waiting for rain in Eastland, Texas all spring. Well, guess what? It's June. We're finally getting it. Thank you, Lord. Um, but that's besides the point. I actually pulled this up from Livewire. was nine jokes about uh, economists and Shane Oliver did this and I thought I'd share it because it's just too fun. Uh, so number one, three economists went target shooting. The first missed by a meter to the right. The second missed by a meter to the left. And the third exclaimed, we got it. Yeah, so appropriate. Number two, economists were invented to make weather forecasters and astrologers look good. I can see that. Number three, an economist is a trained professional paid to guess wrong about the economy. Hmm, I can't tell you how many times I've been to a conference and I've sat there and I've taken my notes and then I'm looking back, you know, a year or two later, I'm like, eh, that didn't happen. Uh, Number four, an economist will know tomorrow why the things that she or he predicted yesterday didn't happen. Love that one. Uh, Number five, economic forecasting It's like driving a car blindfolded and getting instruction from a person looking out the rear view mirror. Number six, economics is the only field in which two people can share a Nobel prize for saying the complete opposite. (laughs) That's good. Um, Number seven, for every economist, there exists an equal and opposite economist, (laughs) very true. and number eight, I'm going to actually switch number eight and number nine. We'll do number nine first because number eight is just too perfect to end on. Uh, number nine, there are two classes of forecasters. Those who don't know and those who don't know that they don't know. And I think we say that on the show all the time. And the number eight, this is my old favorite one. Economists have predicted six of the last two recessions. <laughs> so very, 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 very true. There's a lot brewing today in the way of fear. And, you know, we talked, I think it was a few weeks ago, we actually did this on the show and we talked about this, but, you know, we're not only dealing with the residual of the pandemic, which totally changed everything normal um, about our lives and, and launched us into this new era overnight. Um, we dealt with supply chains and still haven't found their way back from the foot supply chains. But we've also got this thing called this great migration and the great resignation. And we could add a few more greats to this, right? You've heard some books out there in the making. But it's true. All of this is occurring right before our eyes and changing everything that we do, uh, changing the way that we do business forever. Uh, you know, thank think. To, think that thinks this virtual interaction, boom, zoom, right? And efficiencies that have been forced upon companies. How many people figured out they didn't need the real estate space that they, they once needed and then they'll probably never need it again. And then other efficiencies and technology that was created and done because of the pandemic was absolutely unbelievable. I I think, you know, history will only tell, but I bet as we move past, I bet there's a huge acceleration and innovation that just has come out of this small period of time in the grand scheme of things. Um, Just huge. But there's new companies, new concepts being born. And, And at the same time, old ones have died out. You know, I I think one thing that came out of the pandemic, if you look at people's personal lives, everybody's looking for a better quality of life, whether it is to simplify what they do. I know, um, I remember the first commercials with them talking to Walmart about reorder the diapers and reorder this and you know, we've got Alexa that does all this and we got these refrigerators that work for us and um, all we have to do is park in the parking spot at Walmart. But no, wait a minute, I actually had on my app the other day, do you want this all delivered to your home? Unbelievable how much things are getting simplified and And we have access to things overnight, same day, same day Amazon shipping. It's like, why would I ever walk in a store again? That's super cool. You know, people are are living under this concept that they just want things immediate, gratification. They want things simple. They want that access. They want that service. And most of all, they want it for a specific reason, balance. They want balance. They want more work life balance. They want more quality of life balance. You know, we're all looking and it is so funny. We sit there and scroll, 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 scroll on our phones, and we're told, don't do that. It makes you stressed out. Don't do that. It makes you overwhelmed. Don't do that. It takes away your quality of life. Don't do that. It destroys your brain. Don't do that. What do we do? We do it. We do it. We do it. We do it. Right? So we're we've got this this it's like this force of two pools pulling against us at all of the times. And this is what we're living in. This is the chaos that we're living in. But at the same time, there's a lot of new and a lot of good that's breaking through because of, because of this. And I I think back and I think about these last couple of years and I think about where we're at today. And it reminds me of when I was a kid. Um, did you ever play the game 52 card pickup? <laughs> you know, 52 card pickup. Don't you want to play it? Oh, I haven't played it. Well, here you go, and you just let go of all 52 cards in the deck and throw them every which way. No one likes that game. No one likes that game, right? Um, especially the victim of that game is what I would call them. And that's really where we're at post-COVID, right? We are playing 52-card pickup because we really can't even see where all the cards are. They're mixed, matched everything's out there, all out of place. And we're not sure what to make of it yet. And I don't think the dust is settled. So we've got all that going on, okay, to start with. And, and, if it, and if that's not enough, let's just add a little bit more to our plate. So we've got this thing called inflation, you know, this cost of living that is getting out of control. And we're all rethinking what we're spending, what we're doing. Is it affecting us? And for the first time in decades, this is something that is real and we haven't thought of it is real in the past and not everybody's feeling the pain. In fact, I've talked to some people that, you know, they just really haven't felt anything. But then as things start to trickle out more and more and more, the feeling's going to get real almost for everyone. So you have that. And then in addition to that, you've got the Fed that's planning to fight this inflation with rising interest rates, which we all look at and we go, Oh my gosh, are they just wanting blood to run in the streets? Because we all know that if they raise interest rates, what's that going to do to home buying? What's that going to do to home remodeling? And it's most certainly gonna put a damper on the heartbeat of America, so we think, right? So we think, so we have all that. And if that's not enough, then we have this tragic war in Ukraine and it speaks for itself in a lot of ways the economic ripples from this war are starting to become tidal waves in the way of squeezing a global economy. Whether it be fertilizer, (laughs) oil, uh, grain, we're starting to see that impact on a global scale. And it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. And oh, by the way, did I mention We are in an election year, have you noticed? Have you noticed anything about politics over the last, oh, I don't know, decade? It's been rough, hasn't it? And we only think it's been rough because in an election year, it's like um, the pendulum swings harder in Washington. You know, there's this pendulum in Washington that says right, left, right, left, right, left. And it goes really far right and really far left in election years. Things seem to get very extreme because both parties are pulling their aces out of the hole, right? They're pulling the things that they think just should be on the table and are going to get them elected. And that can rattle many parts of the economy. It can rattle the markets. And the way it's going to rattle the markets is through the news, Right? now are those things that are actually going to go into place today many of them not and even if they are most time most of the time you know something that goes through legislation it actually takes years for it to make an impact on an economy or a market but the reality is the news uh, the media reacts to it and so the great question is 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 does all this chaos add up to a doom and gloom situation does it add up to another great recession? like we had in 2008 and 2009. Well, when we come back on Life Planning 101, guess what? We're gonna approach the subject. You're not gonna wanna miss it. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. And if you've missed the first segment of our show, man, did you miss quite a bit? Because we talked about everything recession, everything recession brewing, everything that is uh, piling up in our minds and, and what's going on in this crazy world, in this crazy economy. And the greatest question is, is does this all add up to doom and gloom? And are we headed towards another great recession or are these fears really overblown? And by the way, I mentioned this first segment. Make sure you're uh, tuning in to Black and White Market Chatter, and they've got a special uh, little segment they're putting out weekly, which is even better. I love that. Uh, but make sure you're doing that because, um, you know, our very own CFA, Aaron Kennedy, and Matt Irvin, another certified financial planner. With Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial uh, speaks to what is going on each and every week, and it's just so powerful. Um, But today, I want to focus on uh, you know this question that's out there because it's a big question, and I think it's looming for everybody. And I want to first take you back to a story. Uh, So back in two thousand and nine, it was right at the beginning of March, right at the end of February 2009. And if you remember that timing, that's like right at the bottom of the market. And there was a lady, we had been working with her and her husband since 2002, so quite a while, and they came in and she was just panicked. She was absolutely panicked. She knew the world was just coming to an end. We were going to be uh, raising chickens in our backyard and I don't know how getting her money out of the investment market was going to do it, but she, she said she had to do it. She had to pull it out. Her husband was over on the other side of the table begging her not to pull her money out of the market, but she just was insistent that she was going to do this. I even think my dad was on his knees (laughs) saying, please don't do this. (laughs) It's going to hurt. And and sure enough, it did. It hurt really bad because by the fall, things had recovered quite a bit. And they had come back into the office and we looked at her portfolio. We looked at her husband's portfolio and, you know, her husband's obviously had outperformed it quite a bit. And the funniest thing she said was, uh, well, it wasn't funny. She said, well, why does mine look like this? And she didn't remember telling us to get out of the market. Whoa. So this was a learning lesson and ended up reading a book. And by the way, if you are concerned about what's going on today, I recommend reading this book. It's called Don't Believe Everything You Think. We'll put it in our newsletter this week. And it is awesome. It talks about the brain science behind what she did, um fear and why she couldn't remember it. And it's actually a, a safety mechanism that you have inside your brain, your amygdala that releases these chemicals so that you don't remember those times when you were in such great despair. Needless to say, she's doing an incredible job today. She She's addressed you know what, what's going on in her life and what's going on in her life at that time. And uh, things are going well for her. And, and that's, that's just a blessing all the way around. But nonetheless, had that been someone that, was totally reliant on all their income. It could have broke their retirement. And I think it's really important that I share that story with you as I ask these questions about, is this recession overblown? Is the fear of it overblown? Or what is going on? Because here's the reality, is that if we go through a recession and that market does tank like it did in 08, 09, are you going to be sleeping well? And if you're not, you're taking the biggest risk of all
0: because you're taking
1: the risk that your emotions are going to be managing your future and they're going to, you know, conform, you're going to have to conform to whatever you're left with at the end of the day. And if you're okay with that, great. But if you're not, you probably need to be on, on the ball now getting something done. Right. So, but I want to go back to the logistics of this. What What's actually going on? So we've already kind of given economists a hard time and, you know, you have both sides of the story. Everybody's saying different things. And one of the things I don't think people do here is, is the other side of the coin. And the reason they don't is what sells on the media. Well, we know fear sells, so they're always going to sell fear. So I'm going to skip the fear part. We already spent the whole first 12 minutes of the show talking about the fear. Let's talk about what could happen on the upside. So BlackRock, which is a uh, multinational investment firm. They've got like over 10 trillion assets under management. It's unbelievable. They just uh, released their viewpoint on this matter at Morningstar Investment Conference. And Kate Moore, she's a managing managing director and head of thematic strategy. And she was the speaker. And she stated that BlackRock as a whole believes that the recession is unlikely over the next four quarters. They squarely see no recession risk at this time. And of course, why? Um, She said, frankly, because of the health of the consumer balance sheet and because of the health of the corporate balance sheet, she thinks that people are going to be able to weather the storm, which is very interesting because if you remember back in 08 and 09, one of the biggest things was is that nobody had any money and everybody was in so much debt, companies, people alike, that we couldn't weather the storm. So is this time different? That's an interesting point of view. So in addition to that, She made a mention that, you know, we all we know all these things around here, all these things we talked about earlier. We talked about the post pandemic issues. We talked about the supply chain, the inflation, Ukraine, the oil, the fertilizer prices, the um, inflation, the Fed raising rates. There's a saying, don't fight the Fed. And if we know they're going to raise rates, does that mean that the market is going to go down? And she mentioned that investors can profit even when inflation is causing broader markets to tumble. And that's so intru- so true because here's the here's the reality of this is a lot of people say well if we know this is all going to happen why don't we just jump out now why don't we just sit in cash and just wait and see what happens well if we had done that in 2020 if we had done that in 2016 2018 all these other times what would have happened there would have been a lot of returns missed there's a saying that the markets climb a wall of worry. And it's true, it's so true. Markets climb a wall of worry. And have you considered the fact that the market is what's called a leading economic indicator? And what does that mean? That means that as a leading economic indicator, it indicates, helps indicate, helps indicate what the economy might do It's not a lagging economic indicator. It doesn't come after the economy. So if we're going through all this volatility now, there's parts of the market that are down 25%. There's parts of it that are down less than that, whatever it is. But if we're going through all this now, is it telling us that something's going to follow? And maybe the ride we're experiencing now is the worst it's going to get in the near term probably we're gonna ride out this volatility. I mean, we did mention the political year, right? So we've got these elections that are coming up and that is going to have an impact on the volatility. But usually when a country starts to see a direction, their markets climb, no matter which side of the coin is flipped, no matter which party we go with, because at least we have a direction. So what does this mean? And if the ride that we're experiencing now is the worst it's gonna get, and inflation is a real thing, which sitting in cash, and being in an inflationary environment simply is a good equation to go broke safely, what do you do? Well, when we come back, we're gonna address that right here on Life Planning 101. So welcome back to Life Planning 101. We have a very light topic our recession, is it it really going to happen? Is it overblown? What's going on and what do you do about it? Because we got inflation. We got the markets that are crazy. And you know, the, the interesting thing is with the markets having the price decline they have, there's actually less risk in the markets than there was at the beginning of the year. People don't often look at it that way, but it is a way to look at it. And I think it's worth considering because remember markets climb a wall of worry. And when people start getting fearful, that's when you need to start getting greedy, not the other way around. If you want to listen to Warren Buffett and you know, he is the alleged greatest investor of all time. Now, is he always right? No. Um, is there any way to predict the markets? No, absolutely not. But it's all about a discipline, right? It's all about discipline and that's what tough markets call for is discipline. So, Remember what Kate Moore said from BlackRock, and she indicated this to Bloomberg. She said investors can profit even when inflation is causing broader markets to tumble. Now, how do they do that? Well, you got to remain proactive, not emotional. And newsflash, your investments will not make money all of the time. It can't happen. There is no such thing as everything goes up all the time. Things are gonna go up, things are gonna go down. This is called cycling. Investment cycling, economy cycle. And it's important to understand the economics of today's threats and opportunities and remain attentive to those. It's really important. And to understand to do it with a steady hand and a steady head. So back to my question. If the markets fell apart like they did in 2008, would you be sleeping well? If not, you are taking a huge risk because you're taking a risk that your emotions are going to manage your future. Don't let this happen. Look, we don't know if a recession is on its way or not. We can listen to this economist, this economist, and this economist, and we're gonna get three different answers. But no matter which way that it does go, we're ready to weather that storm. We're ready to weather that storm because of what we do, how we do it, being proactive, being disciplined, and building it to be able to help the families we work with weather the storm. So the biggest question is, are you ready? If you're not, hey, we're a phone call away. Don't forget. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group. God bless you. Have a great week. I tell you what, the world's a crazy place. We're praying a lot these days. I hope you're doing the same. And we look forward to having you on Life Planning 101 again next week.
0: Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. Securities offered through Calton and Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services, and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton and Associates Incorporated.